Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insight into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at pirb.co.za for more. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I am your host. And in this episode, we will discuss the relation between the PIRB and the consumer. We intend to determine why consumers should have an interest in the purpose of the PIRB and the role that it fulfills in the plumbing industry, as well as why they should always ask for a COC. Now, with me in studio, I have Mr. Hermann Strauss, the Audit Manager of the PIRB, as well as Ms. Justine Wurter, the Complaints Administrator, also of the PIRB. Uh, Justine Hermann, very welcome. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Willem. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Willem. We'll give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves right after this. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. Right, so as usual, before I fire away with all of the other questions that I have for each of you, please just a very brief introduction of yourself to the audience. Justine, if we can start with you. So I'm Justine Botta, Complaints Administrator for the PIRB. Um, I deal with consumer complaints. So any client complaining about a plumbing installation or a plumber, those complaints come directly to me. I'm usually um, the first person co- consumers speak to when it comes to complaints other than the receptionist. First yeah. contact for the consumers yes. at the PIRB, yes. except for, for reception. Yes. Herman? Okay, so I'm Herman. What landed me up in this position is my history of, of dealing with standards. I mean, from my very early uh, part of my career, I, I started working for the SABS, um, testing, uh, testing products, getting my hands dirty, doing tests on plumbing components, amongst other things. And through the, the various years, more than 25 years experience in standards, dealing with the standards committees, um, dealing with the plumbing environment, plumbing components and so on, which... Well, through through different different paths led me to, to what I'm doing today. Awesome. What is the PIRB's role or involvement within the plumbing sector or the plumbing industry? So the PIRB is responsible for registering all qualified plumbers. Uh, but I would like to point out just because a plumber isn't registered with the PIRB does not necessarily mean they are not qualified um, to do plumbing installations. I can add to that the PIRB is... In in general terms, we are much more familiar with with doctors with the with the medical profession, unless you you registered as a with with a, with a body with a professional body, you can't practice as a doctor. The same applies with the engineers. Um, in the engineering environment, only once you've registered with the engineering council can you sign off certain certain mechanical designs and so on. So within the plumbing industry, that's exactly what the, what the PRB are. A plumber can qualify, can get his qualification, he can do a lot of work. But if he wants to be professional, he registers with a, a PRB, which gives him that professional status as well. So Herman, it is, it is common knowledge that the PRB has always had at heart the best interest of the plumber. But we, we noticed that lately there's much uh, focus on communication to the consumer. So, so what has changed? Well, nothing's changed, actually. Um, so the, the, the PRB has always had the consumer's interest at heart. One of, the, one of the conditions, actually, of the PRB being a professional body is we have a, a legal obligation to, 
to look after the interests of the consumer, not un- only the interests of the plumber, but also the interests of the of the consumer. It's a responsibility that the PRB has actually audited on on a regular basis. So the function has always been there. The PRB, yes, uh, they've put a lot of emphasis and effort into making sure that the plumbers are addressed, that the systems are in place, um, that. All of that is well happening as it, as it is supposed to, and they're delivering the service and the, everything we have to. But lately, we've we've realised that all the the interest that we have for the for the consumer have not been communicated to the consumer. So the only thing that really changed is the communication. We've always had the consumer's interest at heart. We've always looked at that actively. Um, it is only now that we that we started uh, promoting that or explaining that to the consumers so that they have a better understanding and that they can make more informed choices. Why should consumers care whether or not a plumber is registered with the PRB? So I think the, the starting point is knowing that when you deal with a plumber that's registered with a PRB, you know that you're dealing with a professional. So all plumbers, I mean, to get a plumbing qualification – you have they test it and they go through a lot of processes. Okay, the the add-on, the one thing that is I can't really say it's an add-on. I mean, it's it's been a legal requirement for many many years that all plumbing installations must be done to the national standards, and the national standards are there for important reasons because that that addresses the safety of the plumbing installation, make sure it works. It's a discussion for another day. We're not discussing that, um, but. All PRB registered plumbers have been tested to make sure that they do understand that they're familiar with the national standards, that they know that they can do the plumbing trade, that they're good doing what they're supposed to do, that they know how to do the job right and making sure that it's a professional, safe installation. That's the the emphasis of what the, the, the PRB actually drives. To add on to what Herman is saying, Willem, if a plumber is registered with the PIRB, the, con- the consumer can actually lodge a complaint with the PIRB if they feel for whatever reason that the installation done does not comply with the national standards or it hasn't been done correctly. Right. So that means that, you know, that's a, just a confirmation that there, there can be interaction between the consumer and the PRB itself, that consumers can raise concerns so, with so the PRB and even go as far as, as, as lodging complaints or logging complaints with the PRB absolutely. on certain aspects. But certainly there should be some terms and conditions uh, surrounding that or, or, or associated with that. Um, what are those? Certainly, Willem. Um, so yes, there are terms and conditions connected to that. Uh, consumers can lodge complaints based on technical um, technical problems or stuff, if I can put it that way. So if the consumer, for whatever reason, feel that their installation is not hasn't been technically done correctly, they more than welcome to lodge a complaint with the PIRB. Uh, if they feel that the workmanship hasn't wasn't up to standard. That's also something that the PIRB can vaguely assist with. Um, we always try to assist when any complaint to the best of our abilities. Yes. The only thing yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for interfering there. Oh. Oh. Interjecting. Um, no. It's absolutely right. What you what you say. And I think if I if I can try to put a little bit of context on that. Remember, the, there's legal requirements for practical reasons. A installation has to comply with the standards, and that's the the big mandate of the PRB is to make sure that the installation actually comply technically to what those requirements are. So that is the focus of the um, of the complaints, basically. Um, although we, it, 
it might have been nice if we could assist with that. But I mean, if there's disputes over who was supposed to do what work and who was supposed to pay who, that's unfortunately business transactions where, where we cannot cannot get involved. That is part that you that you have to sort out on a free market system. We we do not interfere in anybody's um, ability to do business and in people's ability to well try and outperform each other for that matter. So it is focused. The complaints are focused on on technical compliance. I can if I can set a a scenario as an example to the consumers. Um, would it be would it be correct to say that a consumer can typically uh, raise a concern? Let's say, for instance, that the plumbing installation um, it is not effective. In other words, it doesn't function as it is supposed to function. Uh, it doesn't function properly, or uh, you know, just after the plumbing work was done, then all of a sudden something else in the plumbing uh, failed to work correctly or has been negatively affected by the installation. Is that something that a, a consumer can raise with the PRB? Is that typically one at, a example of what, what uh, concerns they can raise? Absolutely, Willem. Um That is. However, I like your scenario. It, I feel like it's it's kind of like touching base on both something that the PIRB can assist with and something that we have only so much that we can do on. So um, if it happens that a plumbing installation is not effective due to the installation done by a registered plumber, then definitely the PIRB can assist with that complaint. However, in most cases, it could be that the plumbing work wasn't effective or it, it's the problem has been pre-existing, uh-huh. and the, the consumer can still the consumer can still lodge a complaint with the PIRB, but it's unfortunately in certain cases the PIRB cannot hold a plumber liable or accountable for a pre-existing condition. A but pre- we we yes, but we handle such situations on from case to case. When you're saying a, a pre-existing condition, you're referring to a pre-existing aspect of the plumbing installation or plumbing of a, of a, of a property that does not necessarily comply with the, the relevant or applicable standards. Absolutely. Is that correct? Yes. yes. See, uh, you've actually both raised a very, very interesting and important point, And that is the fact that homeowners aren't plumbing experts. So we, we're telling the homeowner now, you can raise a complaint if there's a technical problem. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how does a homeowner know what is a technical, what is a technical problem? problem? How does a homeowner know what he can complain about and what not? Um, so, yes, first of all, if you're in doubt, please, you're welcome to contact us and we will provide you guidance. It's important that you understand the boundaries of where we can assist with. Mm-hmm. But s- some, some practical advice. Uh, for instance, if the, as per your example, Willem, if, if the plumber arrived there, he did the work, he leaves, and I mean, there's leaks all over the place where he worked. It's obviously a technical thing that, that doesn't comply. Um, if there's suddenly a change in the plumbing, if there's suddenly noises that you hear, water, well, it's called water hammer. But I mean, if that hasn't been there before, after the plumber worked there, now there's water hammer all over, it is a problem that can be considered. What other examples are, are there? If the, pl- if the plumber is sent out to, to do work on a geyser and there's suddenly no, no longer hot water, um, that it's th- typically the, the, the user thinks you, I, I think the key thing is something changed. Something that used to be a problem all along, the plumber came, you used to have low water pressure, the plumber, 
plumber came and he changed the gears and you still have low water pressure, of course it's a pre-existing condition. You can't now blame the plumber that worked on the geyser for that. Before we continue with our conversation, have a listen to this. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsatraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. So, Hammer, what, what about an example, another scenario that I can set? What, what if the plumber was now extremely rude with... Uh, the customer or there's there's a dispute between the consumer and the plumber about the amount on the invoice whatever was charged for the work that was done etc that wasn't necessarily the agreement or something like that is that something that the consumer can raise with the PRB or is that out of the boundary that unfortunately is out of the boundaries I mean it's it's not a technical matter it's a it's a business matter although I want to strongly make the statement that the PRB doesn't promote bad behavior we promote good responsible behavior good responsible communication honesty that's that's what we what we promote so we we most definitely recommend that you well like with any other business any other business transaction you choose the supplier that that gives you what you want that supplies you or service you in the way that you want to be serviced let the free market, and that's why we say we don't interfere in the free market system at all. Let the free market sort that part out. You want to give the work to the to the plumber that does a gives you a better service, then by all means, that's that's your choice. We cannot hold him, hold him accountable because he didn't perform up to the level of service that you wanted. Then, um, unfortunately, you have to well treat uh, deal with it as as per any any other transaction. But in cases where we really did not. Um, do the work legally correct where you could have been exposed there could be a safety risk a performance risk then you can I think maybe it's also important to, to mention here again please treat it as as with any other business if something is wrong first step call the plumber back contact him as any normal transaction say sir this is wrong please have a look at it if he refuses to fix that and if he refuses to assess you that is the point where you come to the PR, PIRB that's actually one of the questions on our form that Justine checks every time we, we receive something. Says, please, just tell us. I mean, Have you first raised the dispute or the concern with the actual service provider yes. before you made contact with the PRB? Absolutely. And then if the plumber did not, well, come to the party, it was necessary to raise a concern, then we'd most definitely step in. Maybe, Justine, you can tell us what, 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 is the no- what normally happens when a, when a complaint like that is received. Um, so if, if it happens that the consumer did make contact with the plumber and the plumber was just non-responsive or just not of assistance, then definitely the consumer can come to the PIRB. We will then, after receiving the complaint, evaluating it and doing all the necessary process that needs to be done, we will then engage with the plumber. In most cases, it happens that the plumber does actually respond to the consumer or has actually been very cooperative towards the consumer, but just because what he said or his responses isn't what the consumer wanted, wanted to, hear. to hear. So now they are coming to the PIRP as a, this guy is not of assistance. Mm. There's, you know, there's always three sides to a, to a story. If the PIRP, the PIRP definitely assist with the complaint if the, the plumber is non-responsive or not as of any assistance to the consumer. I just want to get back to the reason, the value 
um, of the PRB for the consumer and why the consumer should be concerned or, or have any interest for that matter in whether or not a plumber is registered with the PRB. Would it be correct if I say that my perspective from our conversation that we've had this far is that the PRB serves as a register for qualified plumbers and they have in place the, the necessary processes to to check and to verify that the plumbers have truly had the correct training, that they truly are uh, qualified as they state to be, um, and that they truly have the correct knowledge, the correct competencies and skills for the trade, um, and that they are familiar with and know the standards, the applicable standards of, with which their work have to be compliant. And that the, the, the PRB then also have in place a process of auditing and conducting audits on selected plumbing work to check and be certain that uh, plumbers that are registered with them, that the work done and performed by those plumbers are compliant with the relevant or the applicable standards yeah. or the requirements thereof. Yes, no, definitely. Um, there's, and I realize we, we had a lot of talk about complaints and what the consumer can complain about and can not complain about. All they need to remember is there's recourse. Something goes wrong, you, you can recall. But don't forget all the proactive work that goes into this. So there's two things. The one, you've touched on the training of the plumbers. And remember, there's something called CPD, Continuous Professional Development. So any plumber registered as a professional plumber with a PRB does continuous uh, development. There are, there are information being given to them. They've, there's various opportunities, opportunities through which they remain up to date with what the requirements are and so on. So that in itself is a, is a big advantage. And then obviously, as you, as you said, the orders. I mean, the PRB or the COCs, the COCs is the certificate of compliance. When a plumber does work for you, he issues you with a COC. The PRB does proactive audits on those COCs. Go out and have a look to see, is the plumbing installation actually compliant as the plumber declared that? Proactively, we're not waiting for a complaint. Mm. There's 5% of all COCs that, that gets issued gets audited. That means that any PRB registered plumber gets audited no matter, no matter what. So, so through that process... The plumber does get um, additional information. He gets reminded of what the standards require. He gets reminded of how the installation should be. So even if your installation is not audited, you also benefit from all the previous audits that that plumber uh, were subjected to. That improved his level as work of work as well. Hanman, so so what I, you know what I conclude from that is that it gives the consumer sort of uh, surety and peace of mind that when a plumber is registered with the PRB, then certainly there are things in place, processes in place, things like the audits yes. in place to ensure that the plumbers that are registered with the PRB conduct their work in a manner that is compliant with the requirements of the applicable standards. Absolutely, Valam, it does. I mean, it's. It's, it's not only proactive, as I said, there's a continuous process through which plumbers get reminded of what the right way of doing is. There's the level of proactive following up on that, um, that happens. And then if things really goes the wrong way, um, there are actions that we can take to uh, compel the plumber to go back and to fix whatever might have been done incorrectly.
not necessarily in a punitive manner, but but most probably in a constructive manner. You know, to uplift the industry rather than saying this is a punitive measure to do audits and conduct audits on plumbing work. Um, and if we do find uh, that that work is not necessarily compliant, uh, then then you know we're gonna there's a there's a big stick and we're gonna wrap you uh, on the fingers with it. It's not necessarily from that perspective and from that angle. And as as Justine said earlier, the in the majority of cases, even when complaints are received, the plumber acknowledges, he goes back, and he repairs mm. whatever has been identified. Um, we actually find that plumbers are very supportive of the system, that they, that they, I mean, they've communicated to us that they appreciate the information, the training, and the fact that, that things have been, are being pointed out to them. Justine, I want to get back to the fact that you do receive complaints or concerns from customers or consumers um, is this on a regular basis or do you receive a lot of that and, and, and if so is that a good thing um, so Willem I have to say that complaints are definitely picking up we are definitely receiving more complaints in a month compared to what we were receiving a year ago uh, it's a good and a bad thing as a consumer you don't always want to you, you want to be getting your your money's worth from the get-go. You don't want to pay for something only to complain about the service that's been given to you. So it's a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing that consumers are complaining. It means that they are interested. It means that they care about their safety. It mm. means that they care about the safety of the plumbing work, in this instance, the plumbing work done for them. And it means that they want to learn. They want to know that whatever they paid for has been done correctly, has been done safely, it won't give them any problems. I have to say, out of all of the complaints that I get, I think about 90%, 90% of the plumbers are actually very proactive. Before I even get the complaint, the plumbers is already engaging with the PIRB and say, listen, this is the situation. You guys are probably going to get a complaint about this. Or even if they don't do that, they are very cooperative. So it's it's very seldom that you get plumbers who doesn't want to go back or who doesn't want to attend to remedial work. But 90% of the time, plumbers are very co- um, cooperative when it comes to complaints. So yes, it's a good and a bad thing that we get complaints. But uh, from the PIRB side, we appreciate complaints, not because of the negative order bad effects that it has on the consumer himself um, but the fact that consumers out there know that in order for them by using a PIRB registered plumber they know that they have recourse should anything go wrong with their installation. It's good to know that the consumers are also aware of the existence of yes. the PRB and the role that it fulfills Absolutely. within the plumbing industry. Absolutely. Uh, and therefore being contacted and, 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 and concerns being raised. Yes. Um, and again, it's all about the upliftment of the industry. So the plumbers are, you know, we are all human. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all make mistakes. mistakes yes. it's, it is a human thing. It, we, we will never escape that. Um, but it's also a fact of, you know, just creating that awareness among the plumbers as well. Okay, to say, listen, uh, just be a little bit more aware of this the next time that you conduct a specific installation. Um, so there are uh, quite a few positive aspects to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Just an interesting question. If I have to ask you, how many repeat complaints do you get about plumbers? In other words, if, a, if, if somebody complained about a plumber today and it gets resolved, how, how often do you get another complaint about the same, same plumber? plumber. Since, I, since I started or since I took over the complaints administration position, that never happened. Mm. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's it actually quite a, quite, a, quite a good indication that 
plumbers pay attention. Yeah. They, yeah. It, it is most of the time it's, it's a learning process. And we, we, we actively try to, to, to maintain it as a learning process. Let's mm. say, you know what, we're not, we're not here to make life difficult for everybody. We want to empower everybody to get the best Absolutely. out of the situation. And just to add on to what Herman is saying, um, you ask whether it's a good thing that we get complaints and inquiries. And I think I answered the question only halfly. It's not a good thing for the consumer. It's also not a good thing for the plumber. Mm. So the minute we get a complaint and we engage with the plumber, it's like, oh, there's been a complaint about the PIRB. This is not just affecting the consumer, this specific consumer, but it might even affect my business as well. Mm. And I think that's the reason why plumbers are so um, cooperative with it. And that's also the main reason why if I get a complaint about a certain plumber now, Chances are that I will never get to complain about that plumber again. Mm-hmm. Um, never is a very long time, but up until now, I haven't got more than one complaint about the same plumber. Which is an absolute fantastic indication it's, of, it is, of the work that has been done yes. by, by registered plumbers Absolutely. and by the but Registered plumbers take their work seriously. They take their business seriously. Their clients' safety and well-being, they take it very seriously. So I think the minute we get a complaint about the plumber, it's like I've done something that I wasn't supposed to do. Mm. I've put somebody's life at risk potentially, and I've put my business at risk. And it's not... I know that for majority of the plumbers, it's not just about business, but more about their passion for the industry. The passion and the pride that they take exactly. in their career, in their job, in their trade. Absolutely. Um, the fact that the two of you also mentioned at the beginning of this conversation that this is a profession. Mm-hmm. It is a professional. They are professionals in their specific trade. Right. I, 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 th- I think it's important at this stage. I know we said that this talk is about PRB and the consumer. But we have to acknowledge this is about the plumbers. Mm. It's about the plumber and the consumer. The PRB sits somewhere in the middle. I mean, all the indicators that, that Justine spoke about now, it's the plumbers that take action. It's the plumbers that take the responsibility. And we, we have to really uh, compliment them mm. because credit is due. Absolutely. It is actually, we, we all know in life things go wrong. Yes, we are all human. It remains amazing how the, how, how the plumbers act and act responsibly, act professionally and take accountability and the yeah. great majority take accountability and improve their service. And the consumers score at the end of the day. It's the consumers best interest because they get the better service, they get the safer service. Mm. Just before wrapping up this conversation, have a listen to this. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Justine, one last question just before we end of this episode. Uh, Worst case scenario. If a consumer really gets to a point where the plumber just does not want to cooperate at all, uh, what what happens in that kind of scenario? A very unfortunate scenario, Willem. Um, in, in such a case, there isn't much that the PIRB can do, but one important thing that we do do if, if it happens that a technical audit has been conducted on that specific installation and the plumber is just not interested in assisting or attending to the remedial work, the PIRP can then provide the consumer with a technical report that they can use as evidence should they wish to pursue the matter legally. So I, I, I want to add on to that, that on the one hand, yes, there are disciplinary actions that will be followed against plumbers. Absolutely. It's important because otherwise the improvements doesn't happen. happen. But 
there are our legal system allows through the Consumer Protection Act. There are systems in place um, to take it further. So the PRB can assist the homeowner with the technical evidence they will require mm-hmm. should they choose to go through the Consumer Protection Act or the Consumer Commission to um, hold the, the plumber accountable. And if they, they choose any other legal form to try and hold the plumber accountable, the same PRB can provide that technical evidence that the consumer needs in order to take it further. Herman Justine, thank you so much for your time, your effort to join me in studio today and for having this conversation and sharing the information with our audience. Um, I think it carries a lot of value both to the consumer and to the plumbers out there. I want to also thank the uh, audience for having tuned in and listened and we hope to see you next time. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.